Hey there, Chan boys and Chan girls, and welcome back for another week of Chansplaining. Uh, this week, the Chan boys, uh, we discuss uh, First Strike, uh, which is a movie uh, where Jackie Chan is essentially James Bond, uh, goes to goes to Australia and travels uh, in reprising his um, police story role uh, of a uh, some great movies that we've watched so far. Um, definitely uh, like us and rate us and review us. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, not YouTube, Twitter. Uh, we are on. Uh, check us out and enjoy the episode. Chan, 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 Chan. <laughs> Jack Chan Chan Chan. First strike, strike, strike. <laughs> Born to talk about Jackie Chan. Hey, you're listening to Translating, the Jackie Chan podcast. Today we're talking First Strike, directed by the one and only Stanley Tong. Yeah. Is there a, um, was uh, there a song? What's the tie-in? It's the it's the time to put the ear goggles on, right? No, uh, it's oh. no. This movie takes place in Australia. What's the name of that song? Oh, I see. Australia. Oh, yeah. that I thought makes you were sense. Big Shin's head. I'm here. I with, thought it was um, so says I. I'm here with certified Shin's head, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> and, I'm more of a kissing I'm, the lipless kind of guy. That's a good song too. Yeah, and I'm also here with. Um, Death Cab for Cutie, Die Hard Aficionado, No Sunlight, Sonny Chang. <laughs> <laughs> and and who are you? A way bigger. Um, Matt is. Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, Rogue Matrick. Bright, big bright, the brightest eyes. Matthew <laughs> oh, Campbell. <laughs> Four bright eyes, Maddie Campbell. I've been listening to that band Rogue Wave. Did you guys ever listen to Rogue Wave no. back in the early 2000s? No, never. I know of them, but I don't know them. Here's where my mental state is. <laughs> uh, when I got to NYU in 2008, I met a bunch of fun people, one of which was a, a, a one of my good friends who was a fan of all of the indie music I liked. Mm-hmm. And she she went. You gotta check out Rogue Wave. They got this song, and they also like famously made that song in your eyes. Mm. In your yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Eat some pies. <laughs> Wait. So, you mean the song from that movie with John Cusack? Isn't that Peter Gabriel? No. That's that's a different song. I know what you're thinking. That's also you're in your of eyes. High fidelity. No, in your um, eyes. <clears throat> Oh, you're talking about saying... Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, I'll listen to Rogue Wave. I, I'm, I'm not like a closed-off older man yet. I'll listen to anything <laughs> someone tells me to listen to. And so I tried Rogue Wave, and I didn't like Rogue Wave. Like <laughs> now? Oh, back then, okay. And now I'm listening, and I still don't like Rogue Wave, <laughs> but I like the feeling of trying to get into them because it makes me feel like there's still hope for me. Okay. <laughs> like I'm young again. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just driving down the 101, cranking, asleep at Heaven's Gate, not enjoying anything about <laughs> the commute or the songs. 
I recently bought the new Coheed and Cambria album, and it I could report it's just as good. Wait, as you of... you bought an album, and Don't that was Spotify? the one you yeah. bought? Like, well, what I did had, you buy it on? I had money at FYE, so I bought it at FYE. Well, what <laughs> is this sentence? <laughs> <laughs> what is this sentence? <laughs> what? I had an FYE gift card, so I went... Who got you that? Yeah, what... <laughs> Um, somebody last Christmas. Where is there an FYE? At the mall near my job. <laughs> is there also coconuts there? <laughs> there is no coconuts. Is There's there a, a village streetwear? <laughs> <laughs> when did when did you buy the Coheed and Cambria album? Um, probably like a month ago. Okay, but okay. it came with a cool patch, which I wait. Was it? Put- it's a CD. Yeah, it's a CD. Jesus Christ. What? So you didn't even get, like, a commemorative LP. Well, the the CD I have in my car, so I can listen to it in my car. Uh, what is happening? I use CDs in my car, because... Jordan, tell me what what are your most visited stores? <laughs> um, I go to... What do you mean? Um, like... Like, when, when a Jordan Sula needs to get an... What does Jordan Asulan spend his money on that's not, like, magic cards? I don't spend my money on magic cards. Um, I spend other people's money on <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, mostly food. That's, like, mostly what I spend stuff on. I don't really buy stuff. Jordan's really into Pier 1 imports. <laughs> <laughs> I like Burlington. Burlington has some nice deals. You mean Coat Factory? Yeah, the Coat Factory. Uh, I need to buy a winter. I don't think anything in Burlington Coat Factory would fit me. What? They have stuff. You could go to Baby Burlington Coat Factory, Sonny. Yeah. (laughs) They do have some large stuff. Is there? uh, Do they have any like uh, Burlington Cross Uniqlo (laughs) merch (laughs) coming? I wish they they have a they have a suit that I have on like. It's not on layaway, but it's kind of on layaway because, like, every time I go to Burlington, I go and visit it, and I'm like, one day I'm gonna buy you. Yeah, and I never will. You're a sad <laughs> Chris Rock joke. Nineteen ninety six. Oh my god, FYE. Jordan, huh? I feel like they, they only sell Funko Pops there now. Oh, they FYE? most they mostly sell Funko Pops. Um, I bought a serious man on DVD from them a few months ago. Okay. Do you have do you have a DVD collection? Yes. When you say you bought a DVD, do you mean you bought a Blu-ray or did you buy a DVD? No, it was specifically a DVD. Without <laughs> a Blu-ray player. Without well, I didn't. I wasn't using the Blu-ray player. I. It's the same. It. It's the same thing. Well, you I mean, you in. just put it in. <laughs> I I amassed a collection of DVDs over the years. And I never had a Blu-ray player that I was using a lot, so I would always buy DVDs. So it's kind of hard for me to get back, get into this new like I'm buying Blu-rays now kind of deal. Jordan, don't take this the wrong way, <laughs> but I think you're an idiot. <laughs> Jordan, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. <laughs> the next best time is today. <laughs> you, you're. I heard but somebody but from with the Blu-rays. Trump- Somebody from the Trump administration said that recently, which is where I think you're going to be quoting that from, Sonny. So your your rationale for not buying Blu-rays is 
I'm not used to buying Blu-rays. So I haven't bought Blu-rays. So so earlier this There's week, not a different type of money that you use. <laughs> so so earlier this week I went to Redbox. Um oh, he also uses Redbox because, when Amazon Prime can bring it to your house instantly. Well, no, because I wanted to watch um uh, Mission Impossible, the new one. Um, oh, Fallout's on Redbox? Yeah, it's on Redbox. And, okay, that's fair. And I I had a, a day off for the the state holiday on Wednesday, so I went to a red box, and it said, like, oh, we're out of DVDs of Mission Impossible. And I was like, oh, damn, now I can't watch it. And then I saw to the right of it, it was like, order for a Blu-ray for a little bit more money. And I had never thought about the fact that I could have gotten it in a Blu-ray until it was in front of me, and I was like, oh, yeah. My, and I had to Google if my PS3 actually worked for Blu-ray players mm-hmm. because I've never actually watched a Blu-ray until this week on my and it's great on my PS3. No, it was great, and Tom Cruise gave me some great information, um, and it was a good movie. So now I know I can get Blu-rays. I I gotta get we gotta Sonny we gotta invest <laughs> the little money we bring in from the podcast and design a like. A the cell esque machine to go into Jordan's head to figure out <laughs> yeah. what the fuck he's yeah. doing with his life and the characters that inhabit his psyche. <laughs> that you Googled, can I watch a Blu ray on my thing that we have ex- explicitly told you plays Blu rays? No, no it's the, who, whoever told me it played Blu rays. The PS3. Sonny and I both did! The PS3 famously won the fight between Blu ray and HD DVDs when, when that was a thing. Yeah, I remember that happening, but, like, I've never... I don't have the, um... That's, like, evidence out there that I've heard, but I didn't have the actual, like, personal experience of ever using a Blu-ray, and I thought, Mm -hmm. like, maybe for some reason I was incorrect, and it wasn't going to work on my player. Jordan, I think that this technological age of allowing people to google everything has definitely been bad for us as a culture but i think it's been especially crippling to your development as a man in that you have no ability to just act and do like you can't just rest assured that you're making the right decision well what if i rented it for two dollars and i brought it home and it didn't work i couldn't then like you lost two then you pay two dollars for a valuable life lesson <laughs> yeah and you wouldn't make the mistake again <laughs> but then i couldn't watch mission impossible fallout nation I guess not, yeah. but you wouldn't be able to have watched it anyway. I, if you Googled that it didn't work, you wouldn't watch it anyway. I could have gone to a different red box, though. Yeah. yeah. Jordan, homework. New no-no. <laughs> no Googling for you one day. Okay, one day. For... See what it's like without asking anyone questions and no Googling. Okay. got to do stuff. Until tomorrow at 1234, no Googling anything. Okay. And I want I want you to send me your history. <laughs> and you you can go to Pornhub.com and search for things, but you cannot Google porn, like, whatever porn, yeah. and get to porn. Wait, so you think to... that there are people out there who go to Google and they're just like, yes. find me porn? Yes. Yeah, I do that all the time. I just type 100%. in... 100%. I type in compilation. I type in... <laughs> I, I type in girls finishing the job, whatever, and then it takes me to the site yeah. that I want to go to. It's better in Bing, apparently. Oh, it's way better in Bing. 
I could I could do a whole podcast about. Wait, am I allowed to bing things? I mean, you're allowed to. Oh no, not for this purpose. Yeah, not for this. Okay. You can you can bing pornography. That's what you're asking. But you cannot bing questions about. You cannot like bing questions about like aux cables and things like that. Okay, I won't. I that that's a solemn solemn oath. But I might be I might be drunk later, so I. <laughs> okay. Sober me okay. won't. All right. No. Um. All right. We're talking about Jackie Chan's first choice. <laughs> <laughs> Chance planning the Jackie Chan podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Jordan, I think... you're great. <laughs> first, we wanted to talk about the Golden Globes. Talk to them, Gillies. Do you think Gilly and Jacobs will win one? Yes. She's not nominated. She's not nominated. Let's get this golden. Sonny, um, let's all get this up. Let's get the same list up. Jordan, you can't Google though. I have okay. the New York Times one up. Wait, I already oh. go- I already Googled it. That's all right. If it, if you already have the result, that's okay. If you if you got grandfathered in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Let's talk this. Yeah, we are a movie podcast and also a Jordan advice podcast. <laughs> if you ever want to rent something from FYE. I'm your guy. <laughs> Are you the only person that w- goes in that store? No, there were other people. They Are were they mostly... all older than 40? No, they were mostly teens. What? They had some nice deals on t-shirts. Jesus. Okay. Jeez Louise. Okay, let's take a look at this. Best I, motion picture I, drama. I did ask because I was going... I'm sorry to... At the FYE, I really wanted to... FYI, at the FYE. Because they had, a, like, a 50% off sale on everything in the store. And okay. I've been in the FYEs in the past, and most FYEs had a to-scale model of Nakatomi Plaza. That's awesome. For, like, $200 that I really wanted to buy for Danny. Because we've always joked about it for years, and apparently somebody else bought... To the to scale model of Nakatomi Plaza for two hundred dollars when it wasn't on sale and I could not buy it. That's funny. Oh, that's a cool gift. That that's one. If I that is actually something that I would <laughs> want like at my desk. Um. All right. Best picture drama: Stars Born, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. If Beale Street can talk. That's such a strange category. The Hollywood Foreign Press. Sucks. It's ninety nine guys, right? I have no idea. Is it only guys. The the rumor about the forum press, and by rumor I mean uh, statistic that I will say that I can't corroborate with documentation, but I've heard so many times I think it's true. Is that it's a very small group of people, like no more than two hundred people, that vote on this, hmm. and somehow this has gotten this Golden Globes has gotten more acclaim than like the Producers Guild or the Writers Guild. Yeah, mainly because they have such a good party. Right, I think that's mostly because like celebrities can just go there and get hammered, get hammered, get fucking torched. Um, so they pick lots of weird things. That's why you get things at the Golden Globes winning that are like that don't really make sense. Yeah. Because they're just they get a wild hair up their ass, and I think that they're in autocorrect mode, right? Not autocorrect. They're in like hypercorrect mode where they're going to, I think take when there's not a clear winner. I think they're gonna do the opposite of like Hollywood so white. Personally, mm. are, are some of these movies even out yet? 
Uh, uh, some are not. Like yeah. Mary Poppins Returns isn't even out. Right. Beale Street Could Talk is not Beale out. Beale Street yet. isn't out, yeah. Uh, I don't Black even know what that movie theaters. is. Vice isn't out. Uh, Beale Street Could Talk is the new movie from Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight. Yeah. Most likely will be very good. Yeah. If he's very talented. I think it's going to actually be Black Panther. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be surprised if it was Black Panther. Is it weird that all these movies have B in the title? They either start with it or like... Um, I would make fun of you if I didn't have the same thought and say it to my coworkers at work. It is weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> it's pretty strange. I think it's going to be Black Clan. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be Black Panther, and it's going to give the Oscars more of a push to do like, oh, we should do the best popular, uh, best popular film. Yeah. Whoa. I I'm glad they got rid of that. Yeah, leave the popular films to us reviewing <laughs> new police story. Thanks, Academy. Oh my God, the the musical or comedy category is even crazier. Like, what's the favorite? So the favorite is, you've probably seen the trailer. It's like the Victorian era comedy with Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, and Olivia Colman. Mm, no, I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, really? It's like playing in every in front of every movie I've seen for the last like three months. Jordan and I haven't seen movies in the while. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't play in front of uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> um, Fair. Yeah, I saw the favorite last week. It's really good. It's probably it would probably be my choice. It would be that. your favorite. Yeah, my favorite movie of twenty eighteen. No, it's up there. Uh, but I guess the musical or comedy category is Crazy Rich Asians, the favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Um, I gotta say, Crazy Rich Asians is gonna win this. It ah uh, yeah, it probably will. Just because like, I don't think any of the other ones are have the the name recognition vices i honestly think could win the oscar what the, is the best Vice? the best picture oscar? Vice is about cheney yeah about best picture <gasps> oh that movie that movie looks but really th- good but i think crazy rich asians is gonna take this yeah one. it's a, it's a very golden globe winner movie yeah um, but the, yeah the favorite is fantastic uh it's super funny and like impeccably set designed it kind of reminds me of like a Stanley Kubrick movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh Barry Lyndon? Yeah, sorta. It, it remi- it's like a, really a funny Barry Lyndon. I I think Barry okay, Lyndon okay, is kind okay. of unwatchable, but have you guys heard that HBO for like the last ten years has been trying to adapt the uh, Stanley Kubrick Napoleon Bonaparte script? Yeah, and it it went to Kari Fukunaga. I think so. I read that. I mean, I'm sure that script will be changed. I, I read that a few years ago. Yeah. It is one of the greatest things ever. Really? Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Was it? And, and I'm sure they'll change it. But there's there's a scene that is so Kubrickian and awesome where it's um it's like at the he's he's like he's been put on the island, but he's getting um, resources together to try and take like go back to france with like a little militia Mm -hmm. and he's being carried across a river like on platforms and he has like silverware in china and he has these soldiers holding him up on platforms as they're crossing like a raging holy shit and they're like fording him they're like yeah wow that's crazy yeah i remember reading that and going oh this needs to be made i don't like so i don't know who can 
shoot that movie though do, you, do was the script that you read like his finished version or was it not finished? it was okay. it's like 40 years old it's like a 30 year old yeah. script. i don't know um this is taking a very long time <laughs> we cannot stay on fucking track uh yeah Okay, best. Let's just run this down. Best director: Adam McKay, Alfonso Cuarón, Bradley Cooper, Peter Farrelly, Spike Lee, Black Klansman. I, I think Spike Lee. Will I win. think Spike Lee should really. Win. Or Bradley I think Cooper. Bradley Cooper is going to win. They probably will give it to Bradley Cooper, but babies want Spike back. Yeah, I don't think Black Klansman perf- is super great, but I think it's pretty good. I think we've all kind of forgotten how much we liked it at the time. Yeah, I, I remember I liking remember. Blind Spotting a lot more, and I saw it like right around the same time. I can't wait for B2, Blind Spotting 2. <laughs> um, best performance by an actress, Glenn Close, The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Nicole Kidman, Destroyer, Roseman Pike, A Private War. It's Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. I, Moving on. I want to see that movie. It's on um, Cody. <laughs> steal it. It's best the- performance by an actress in a musical or comedy, Constance Wu, Charlize Theron, Elsie Fisher, Emily Blunt. Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Just give it to Wu. Yeah. I'm glad Elsie Fisher is in there, though. She was really good in eighth grade. Um, best performance by an actress supporting. Amy Adams, Vice. Claire Foy, First Man. Emma Stone, the favorite. Rachel Vice, the favorite. Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Would you guys be upset if Amy Adams won her Oscar for Vice? No. But I don't know what she's playing in it. She's George Bush? No. <laughs> she's uh, uh, Lynn, Lynn Cheney. She's the wife. I didn't know that he has a wife. I knew he had a daughter, but I didn't know anything. How about do you think wife. he got the daughter? I, I thought it was a, a test tube kind of Some deal. sort of OPEC deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wait. weird. We're talking about movie. This is actually a good movie that we watched this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not talking about it. Please keep listening. We actually like. I actually like this. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. Um, we can wait. skip the rest of this. And are just we? Go to, I don't wait. Think are we anything. gonna? Are we gonna? talk about the fact that i didn't know how to pronounce that lady's name which lady rachel vice i thought it was weiss no it's vice it's vice Bryce. i don't think she um, was rachel weiss in in the mummy uh, i think yeah. now she might be rachel weiss because now that she's having like a moment but like she's been famous for a long time in the mummy was she rachel vice I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. It wasn't was. Brendan Frigier. Brendan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frigier. All right, let's just talk about this fucking movie. It's we're crossing 22 minutes. <laughs> um, we watched First Strike, directed by Stanley Tong, this week. Uh, it's the fourth movie in the Police Story French. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like. I'm unclear on what the if it's actually connected. I think it, well, it's got Tong. Tong is back. Yeah, it's got the same characters in it. Right, but like the, there's no like um, continuation of his. Like it, they don't acknowledge that he's done a bunch of the other stuff he's done, right? Well, they they kind of is not acknowledging it and not giving him a backstory. Like, isn't that kind of acknowledging it? Like they just introduce him as like he's a he's a kick-ass guy this is jackie yeah you already know he's great like, i guess he's, like, see- he's kind of like james bond in the police story movies in this movie they they literally say they he feels say like it. he's mm-hmm. like james bond 
Except he okay, doesn't have a lady. Like James Bond. Mm. Which is true. He never gets the lady. Yeah, no. His his name in this is Jackie, but isn't his name in the police stories Kevin? Or something? Yeah. I don't remember. Wikipedia don't... says Jackie reprises his role as Kevin Chan, also known in some versions as Jackie. So it's probably just the New Line Cinema dub yeah. that we watched on Amazon Prime, yeah. I assume. I watch, watch on Prime, George? I watch on YouTube. Okay. You are very difficult. Oh, Jackie <laughs> <laughs> Jackie recorded an original song for this. It's probably at the trail where the bloopers play. Mm. Mm. The outtakes. Yeah. Um Jordan? Yes. I wanna say you should do the synopsis now. Okay. But I also feel like, no. <laughs> and I'm not sure. Would you like to do the synopsis now? Uh, feel prepared? I don't feel prepared to do the synopsis. Um, I didn't prepare, if that's what you mean. Um, I mean, are, are you mentally stable enough to do this? <laughs> uh, sure, sure. I'm mentally <laughs> stable. Uh, I, please. Yeah, okay. Um, so... On a routine mission, on a routine surveillance mission, uh, our hero Jackie gets embroiled in an international uh, weapon smuggling um, endeavor. Um, or in a uh, kerfuffle or whatever. <laughs> endeavor. You also say embroiled every time. Oh, that that word appears in every one of your things. He's always getting embroiled. I don't know. He's not getting emblanched. He's not getting embaked. <laughs> um, uh, <coughs> after um, after his mission is <laughs> awry, uh, Jackie needs to figure out who is who and who's who's actually on his side in this as he travels to Australia. <laughs> he just abandoned the line of thought. That's, this is one of your worst ones. This is yeah. certainly my worst one. This is a complicated movie, though. It, it, it kind of is a spy movie. It's a, for... it's a spy movie. It's... It's less about being a super cop and more about like being like a James Bond. Like he's going around. He it it feels very much like uh like Goldeneye in yeah. a lot of ways. Sixty four. So, Jordan, I think you're what you try to do with these is you encapsulate the entire movie. Um, as like, it's not like a a synopsis. It's more of like a like an outline like a, you're trying to cliff notes it when you should just be like you gotta learn when to let it go to be like yeah. jackie travels the world in search of this missing yeah you mm. almost you do what i think you do is you do the first beat of the movie and then you go oh there's more than three beats in this <laughs> so i'm gonna do beat one as his own sentence beat two will be something gibberish and then beat three will be and tries to solve the day i thought i've seen a lot of movie trailers and that's usually how they do things 
It's true. They do that over a, a slowed down Metallica song, <laughs> or, or like a slowed down Led Zeppelin song, or uh, yeah, the acoustic version of whatever initial th- like Jurassic Park. Now it now it's the Lord Lord singing the song from yeah. the eighties. One of my one of my worst sketch ideas ever was to do like a four minute funnier die movie or like a clip about by a bunch of sound designers talking about the trends in movies because for a while there was the like sound that was in everything and now they're doing all of the slow down music but i wanted it to be um like a, a parody where we're in a world where it's Bill Clinton explaining that what is means it just keeps ending up in all of these trailers. So it would be like a clip of Inception, and then it would just be at a, t- a tense time it would be Bill Clinton when he's being subpoenaed talking about it. And they go, I don't know what happened. It was just done once in Inception, and then it was everywhere you yeah. look. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so we watched... Okay, my dog is behind me making a racket. I apologize. <laughs> I, um, we yeah. watched Jackie Chan's First Strike, which is also <laughs> known as Police Story 4, First, First Strike. Strike. I don't... I guess they named it Jackie Chan and I, and for the New Line Cinema release because he was uh, getting big in America because of Rush Hour. Yeah. yeah. So when was this movie released in America? I think 1997. So it's right after Rush Hour. It would be... Actually, it says... Yeah, this came out in 1996, and then Rush Hour came out in... Actually, 1998, so maybe not. Hmm. Maybe maybe this was... They were trying to lay the groundwork for, for Rush Hour, so they were trying to get people like, Oh, I saw that. I saw that yeah. in 1997. Oh, maybe I should see Rush Hour. Can I um, read what Jackie has to say about this movie? Yeah. Yes. The super cop is back, and this time I'm fighting for America. At least that's what all the posters say. Assigned to a special <laughs> international mission, I get caught in the middle of a nuclear scam between a former CIA agent and the KGB, and then framed for murder. Bill Tung is back as my superior, though Maggie, my character's long-standing girlfriend, doesn't appear. Maybe next time. Mm. The movie has the feel of a James Bond film. I even jokingly say that I feel like James Bond in one scene. One early chase scene was inspired directly by a Bond flick. I'm sliding down a mountain slope on a snowboard pursued by bad guys on skis and snowmobiles. I love that he says bad guys. (laughs) He infantilizes what he does so often. Of course my scene ends better than Bond's did. I jump off a cliff and grab onto a helicopter, only to have the copter get shot down. I quickly let go of the copter just in time to avoid being blown to bits and fall through the ice into a frozen pond. I nearly died of hypothermia. Wait. Yeah. In real life? It's very bad. I mean, it looks like it. Though he like is bad at pantomiming being cold. <laughs> this I just gotta like, whoa, so chill. Yeah. I, I hated that scene because I felt so cold for him. Mm. Yeah. He's got that nice like little feeling. seal, though. Yeah. I like that seal. <laughs> when he high-fives the seal? We're no, talking no, about he's... before. When he's got the seal, the little seal hat? Oh, the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's ha- the hat. Um, yeah, he does have that hat. So this... I, I, had a, I had a realization about Jackie Chan that I think is actually kind of interesting, and maybe we've talked about this in like the year plus we've done the podcast. <laughs> 
But for a guy who is as famous as he is, it's kind of amazing how many risks they allow him to take. Yeah. Like, by 1996, he's the biggest star in the Eastern Seabird. (laughs) And... (laughs) And... He's fucking jumping into... He's jumping into ice water. Yeah. For long periods of time wearing clothes. And clearly, that's not good for him. And he could get sick and it could fuck things up. And he breaks his nose in the scene like that we see in the outtakes. Yeah. As as Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise is, he he takes calculated big budget risks. Yeah. Jackie Chan takes little risks constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would think production man like production supervisors and directors would be like, yeah, maybe you don't do this, Jackie, right now. <laughs> well, he did. He goes, no. He did have a stunt man for the one where he was like sledding face first down when he was like skeletoning down. Uh, oh, with yeah. the briefcase or whatever, because we saw in yeah. the outtakes that that guy gets like severely injured. Oh yeah, that guy looked like he yeah, died. and he got he died. No, <laughs> he got stretched. Might be dead. He got stretched <laughs> out. So I don't know. Um, yeah. But I I, w- I initially thought that they were filming his underwater scenes like in a pool because that's something you can do <laughs> and get away with. Yeah, but I don't think they were. I think they make things harder on themselves by doing it for real sometimes. Yeah. And I think that some that often it isn't for the benefit of the movie. Yeah. Probably, but at the same time, I think Jackie is he knows how he wants things to be done and maybe not for the benefit of the movie, but certainly for the art of like making sure it's exactly how he wants it. I think it it's kind of it kind of runs into the same thing in all movies. It's that same thing where he'll do the same take 20 times to make sure it's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, Jordan. that, um, the trick that he does or the stunt that he does in the uh, outtakes where he jumps into the, the ladder, that seems so painful. Yeah. Like he messes up like five times and just like literally like, like, cr- like, the ladder like collapses around him that seems yeah. like not fun at all <laughs> no it break it breaks his nose i think in one of them oh that that's like, where he actually broke his nose i think so okay. it, like jammed him in yeah, the fucking face I wouldn't be surprised. really hardcore the stunts in this are good like this is still good work jackie yeah he's still the hardest working man in eastern seabird <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this movie, going into it, I was worried that... I know that you guys said that this one had some good reviews and people had talked about it, but I was like, okay, well, we have Supercop, and Supercop's great. Then we have this movie, and then they reboot the franchise for no reason whatsoever. Like, if this came out in 1997, seven years later... Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, what's it called? Uh, a new police story comes out uh, in 2004. So I just kind of had low hopes for it with the fact that they were willing to reboot the franchise. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this movie like makes me like kind of like sad that they decided to do that and not make Police Story 5 a new police story. I mean, like, I don't I think... know if it would have made a difference. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, I don't know if it would either. I think of, sorry, Sonny. Well, I was just gonna say like keeping it along, the police story trajectory 
Like, there's no reason why Bleeding Steel couldn't have been Police Story 6. Bleeding Steel. Whoa. It could all be Police Story Yeah. He's always a cop and he's always doing the same shit yeah. in it. It's always in the East. Not always. Bleeding Steel could definitely have been Police Story 5. Right. Bleeding Steel's in Australia. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Man, it could have. I just think that these... This is definitely the timeline where Jackie stops being physically able to do what made him a big star. Yeah. And this is this is sort of like when a great wrestler can't physically like when Stone Cold Steve Austin blew out his knees mm. and he still had to headline WrestleMania. Like he can't do all the same stuff, but he has to go by on charisma and then an occasional big risk. Yeah. Like Jackie can't do what he did in Project A. Like he can't jump off a clock tower anymore. He will die, right. but yeah. he can jump through a ladder, yeah. <laughs> and it's still cool. Yeah, this movie has a lot less. There's less stunts that are as amazing as they are in in Super Cop, but there's still a lot of stunts that are really cool. Yeah, the storyline is really awesome. They're still really creative with the stunts. I have to say, this movie is probably the most... Actually, Supercop, I really love the whole... Them kind of joining with the bad guys mm-hmm. story. But this spy stuff is... It's tough to do spy things. Mm. Because they don't go too heavy into it where it gets confusing. Right. Or not too confusing. And it's 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 fun. Like I, I think that this is a really actually well-written, well-done movie. Yeah. And there's foreshadowing mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, and it's, it's not like too predictable. Yeah, it was. It's cool. I think this was good. Like, and the stunts are pretty, pretty swell. Built Bill, our, our boy Billy Stanley Tong. Tong, Stanley Tong, Stanley is Tong, a good director most of the yeah. time. Are they related, or is that just coincidence? It's Bill Tong. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bill Tong. Okay. And yes, they are the <laughs> same person. <laughs> They're the same person. Not. I didn't ask if they were related. I asked if they were the same person. You're yeah. right. <laughs> um. I, I do think this movie starts kind of confusingly, though, in that it just throws you into a scene where they're going, Chan, or Jackie, even, you're going to, uh, you got to follow this woman as she goes onto the airport, mm-hmm. into the airplane, and just watch her. There's not going to be anything more. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Take a vacation. This won't be bad at all. Yeah. It, that scene does allow for, like, something that I think a lot of American movies were doing at that time, which was, like... Ha 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 The Soviet Union is like in shambles, and like a billion dollars is like zero dollars. They like give him like two billion dollars, and he's just like billion. Like he's like, what? Why are you giving me this much money? And he's like buying something from a street vendor, and he charges him like twenty million dollars for it or something. Yeah. Like, so it allows for little silly things like that, but. I, it, it really does throw you into something that you're not prepared to be into, but I think we're kind of on Jackie's side in that way, so we're kind of like learning things as he learns them. So mm-hmm. it it kind of it doesn't make it feel like you're lost because other movies which are confusing and they like tell you details that you need to know at the beginning at the end like Bleeding Steel, mm-hmm. like movies w- which were hard to follow for that reason. I don't think this movie was super hard to follow. No, I don't think so either. I um, Were they in Russia in that first scene? I thought they were in, like, Sweden. They went to the Ukraine. That's where they went to. Yeah. 
Um, oh, right. I forgot the Ukraine is ex-Soviet. Yeah. Territory. That's correct. My bad. I'm just being a poor citizen of the world. <laughs> well, there's, there's a really funny scene in the Ukraine where Jackie has to, like, explain what, um, so, what is it, Cyrillic? The, um... The Russian, the Ru- the yeah, Russian yeah, characters. Yeah. He's just like... Reverse K. Like, reverse, like, forwards and reverse K. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like... He's really funny in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's good in this movie. But it's, like, truly crazy that they didn't seem to prepare him at all for a mission in a foreign country. Not at all. <laughs> like, not even down to, like, the clothing he would wear in... Uh, icy conditions where it's just snow in the mountains everywhere well it's not even that they like let him they gave him the money and they're like go off and they saw what he was wearing yeah they didn't give him anything like there they could have had clothes for him right (laughs) (laughs) it is oh the thing that i loved about early in the movie is how he's he's tracking this woman and he just says uh she didn't even talk to anybody she did go to the bathroom seven times (laughs) Which, I just love Jackie going, yeah, she's taking another pee. <laughs> He's just big into this, this lady taking big pee-pees. Well, I think, I think that was part of the mission. He wanted to, like, track everything that she was doing. Yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Why'd she have to pee so much, though? And why'd yeah. they have to include it? Well, no, because she was changing over the money. She was, like, mm. putting it on her body or something. Like... I assume that somebody, uh, somebody who she was working with, maybe hid the money in that bathroom somewhere, and she was like moving it over onto her body. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So I'll assume that's what it Wait, is. Wait, was it uh, on her body later on? Yeah, re- yeah, it's strapped. Oh, okay. remember, like she's making out with uh, oh, the yes, main yes, guy, yes, yes, yes. and she takes off her her, her jacket and just she's like. Uh, I looked. Aw- really I looked Walsh- away because I'm not allowed yeah. to watch that shit. Sonny, answer for yourself. <laughs> Why can't you look at a semi-nude woman? It's against my beliefs. Your b- beliefs in having money strapped around you? Yeah. Or... yeah. Okay. It would affect her marketability, <laughs> and therefore she can't do it. What was the... Um, who was the, 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 the main woman in this? I, I don't recognize her, and I probably should. The, the lady who plays the sister? Yeah. The shark trainer. Um, is she somebody? Is... I I didn't know her from anything. I read that she only spoke Mandarin. She didn't speak Cantonese. Yeah, I think this was her first big movie. Her first and her last. Maybe. She doesn't really do anything. She doesn't really yeah. do anything. I, I, f- I feel like the police the police story franchise, except for the, the most recent one, has great parts for women in it. Like there, there are actually very good women characters. Maybe just because the the actresses are so talented yeah. and they sort of force their way in. But this woman, not not, not my favorite. She has a well, she's this, kind of she has a cool job, great. but like she doesn't. I guess she like does cool stuff in the end in the uh, underwater scenes, but like as a character, does she though? I don't know. She I don't remember her doing anything spectacular. She was just there to be like. Jackie doesn't have air, and she sometimes gives him air. Yeah. So that. Cohagen, give these people air. (laughs) (laughs) I. I, Oh, wait, I forgot. This is a movie. At what point did you guys know this was a movie? I knew pretty early on. Yeah. I I think 
probably the first couple of scenes, the first mission scenes, it kind of seemed like like this is a real movie. I think when he like when he stole the the ski, what are those things called? Jet skis. Ski? Jets? No. Snow ski? Snowmobile. Snowmobiles. Snowmobile. Yeah. When he, when that that whole thing, I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. So so when Jackie has a cell phone that he's using to contact them, and he doesn't refer to it as a space phone. Um, <laughs> that's what I knew it was, an, it was a movie yeah that's cool it, th- this might be like the last gasp of the Jackie Chan that we like I guess Rush Hour is the true Jackie Chan that we love but he's not doing the heavy lifting is this, this is heavy lifting Jackie Yeah. is this the last Jackie that he's comfortable having no clothes on he looks he great. does look great he has no clothes on in Shinjuku is that after this yeah, Shujuku's like fifteen years oh, later. Oh god, at least. But... Yeah, you're right. And then he has sex with that lady and thinks about his men. Yeah, and in, like in Munich. Yeah, we talked. We literally had this exact conversation when we did oh, Shujuku. We're, we're nothing but predictable. <laughs> um. Oh. This is actually good. I, I know Wikipedia is not a great place to to get stuff from necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, I like this quote and I bookmarked it. Um, Mike LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle was among the most enthusiastic of the reviewers. One of the pleasures of being alive at this period of history is Jackie Chan. <laughs> there are other pleasures, of course, and other movie pleasures, too. But few things in film today are as reliable as a Jackie Chan movie. Even if the picture is weak, Chan is never disappointing. Watching him in First Strike, a brand new effort opening today, there's no doubt that this is a lovable, original, and a great popular artist. So this time, Chan swims with sharks. He climbs from balcony to balcony on the top floor of a hotel building. He even, get this, drops 100 feet from a helicopter into a frozen lake, just as the helicopter explodes. He does do all those things. Those things do factually happen, and they're all impressive. The sharks, not as much, because I think he was swimming with fake sharks. Yeah. Do you think there were any real ones? Yes, okay. I do. I they all looked really fake whenever he was interacting with them. Yeah. Well, there was the outtake where he seemed to be touching a real shark. Yeah, he's like giddy about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I I like what they do. Like they make the aquarium a central location. Yeah. They like it's very a part of everything, and it's like it it is foreshadowed they like they show you it they show you the sharks they talk about the blood you're yeah like i i think that's impressive that like they started off at the beginning and then they they're like this is where it's gonna end Um, yeah like a story like a real story (laughs) in this movie (laughs) like a real movie the way I thought about it is when she told him like they're only attracted to blood and they won't eat you if you're still yeah I went, okay, this will come into play in two minutes. Mm. Not an hour in two yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like a great movie <laughs> writes a thing. But no, it was like real foreshadowing first. It was Chekhov's shark yeah. in this. I, I don't think, have, is this the only movie that we've ever seen with Jackie Chan that actually does that well. I, I can't. I can't think of another instance where somebody foreshadows something. Uh, I'm sure th- nothing. I'm in- sure there is, but like nothing as 
nothing is coming to mind. I'm sure we'll forget this as well. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's an amazing moment. Well, I, I, it, the the top billed writer on this movie is an American. Oh, Sonny, be careful. <laughs> be careful with what you're saying right now. There are four right writers on this. Steve Spiel. <laughs> uh, two of them. Stan Tucci. Two of them are the Tong Bros. <laughs> this probably, this feels like it went through some American punch up. It has it has lots of English speakers in yeah. it, so I'm going to assume they had a Western um, staff for some of yeah. it. Yeah, this movie has lots of white people because it's in Australia, which is jarring to see. Get it off my screen. Yeah. Enough. Well, not only that, there's also a lot of um, there's a lot of white people when they're in the Ukraine and in that area and stuff. A lot of snow too. They all look German though and Austrian. They don't look Ukrainian or Russian. I, it looks like it's I don't know the same cast that he used for. Um, who am I? Oh, right. I don't know if I could tell the difference, honestly. Between a Ukrainian and a uh, Austra- Austrian? I yes. couldn't. I think I could. What? They're blonde and big. They're different looking. I'm going to... Re- okay, let's take a look. I'm going to write... I'm going to look this up. Famous Austrians that are not Arnold. And famous Ukrainians. True or false... Well, I kind of just ruined it by saying what I was looking up. It's Kurt Waldheim, Austrian or Ukrainian? I don't know. Austrian. It's Austrian. Who's wait? Oh, you mean by their name? No, I don't even don't know, you who know who that who is. Kurt Waldheim is. No, this is a bad game. <laughs> I could I could put it on the screen, but then it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, is, <laughs> is that like Kurt Vonnegut? No. <laughs> it's a different person. I I cannot tell the difference. I will say between Eastern European people, unless they're from like Western Asia, Russian. Well, in which case, then yeah, they're Asian. Well, there's a difference between Eastern European <laughs> people and I don't know and Asians. <laughs> yeah, well, that obviously. Yeah. What. Jordan, what's the difference between the races? Uh, use sure use science. Yeah, talk about muscle mass. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not on this podcast. Jordan, no, never mind. Uh, yeah, let's never not mind. let's not go oh, any okay. further. I would love to go further, but we have a, we have some stuff to cover in this movie. So, and I'm sure I'll have time later to call you a proud boy and other such nonsense. <laughs> what What do you think is like your favorite part of this movie? Hmm. I I liked his uh his balcony work. Yeah, I thought the balcony fight scene was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. In that I couldn't I couldn't foresee how he was going to get out of situations. Yeah, I agree. I liked how it seemed like there are moments in his fights where he would just get tired and sit down a lot. <laughs> that did happen quite a few times, and it was great. Just he's so exaggerated. Yeah, he's just like, all right, in his career. What now? What about you, George? I I think this movie has a lot of great world building, and I really enjoy kind of the intrigue of. 
oh, like, is this guy actually bad? Is he good? Like, and you you have all these times where Jackie's working for these people and he's giving them all this information as an insider that only he would know. Mm. Um, like, he tells them it's just like, oh, he'll definitely be at this funeral service because he needs to be there to to do the the Chinese custom uh, for his father as the oldest mm-hmm. son. And without that, the bad guys, the real bad guys, wouldn't have known anything. And there's a lot of, like, questions about, like, oh, can you trust these people? Can you trust those people? And I was never sure who to trust, and it felt like it was to good effect, whereas other movies we watch don't do that to good effect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think I think that's accurate. It, I, I like I like how I love when Jackie reveal they reveal that Jackie's been bugged. Yeah, yeah. like that's in the goblin. Like when when Jackie is talking about to Bill Tongue, who I think is only in in a car in this movie, and then in that close up shot. Yeah. I think they had Bill Tongue for forty five yeah. minutes. Jackie. <laughs> finds that he has all of his stuff has been bugged in his room in his clothes and i'm and i go oh fuck i should have realized this when they just gave him great stuff <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's and i think call. i kind of did have a, a hunch that this would come with a negative thing but it, it's like a you're right jordan it's like a spy it's an actual spy movie and there is a world that there that feels so, sort of real i wouldn't mm-hmm. say super real um do you, do you but, guys think the koala was bugged I was <laughs> that's my actual favorite part. yeah that's good this this it's just a... this movie's so interesting i feel like they brought jackie to america and to the west and they're just like you know what the west loves they love movies that tie in animals so we're gonna like give him a seal hat we're gonna make sharks in there we're gonna have him <laughs> t- play with a koala they like really like they really made it a huge part of the movie, and yeah. none of his like fully um, Hong Kong movies, none of them do that. We the only like animal tie-in is literally Sambo punches a dog in the face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just hey, so interesting. Jordan, that's actually a kind of astute thing. That, that's good because you, as someone who you hate animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I it's noticed cool that, them. <laughs> it's cool that you like noticed how effective they are in this movie. Because I, I never really made that connection before that Jackie doesn't really do a lot of the animal work. Well, I think pets and animals in general aren't a big Chinese thing. Easy it's, now. Well, no, no, no. It, I think it's I think it's similar to like Israeli culture um, and like moroccan and my dad's culture in a lot of ways it's like not really a culture that's big on pets because you're like struggling to make ends meet and survive and feed your family you don't have enough money to feed a cat also yeah or a dog also so i mean that's probably why i didn't have a pet growing up it's too much work so much unnecessary it's, work. It's it's work. It's energy. It's extra food that's not on the table for your family. Like my yeah. dad's one of twelve, so they certainly didn't. Twelve what? Twelve <laughs> children. Oh. My dad. My dad's one of like my. So, oh, twelve dads. No. No. So uh, my my since my dad's one of twelve, they would never have a pet because like 
in America, it's like, oh, a pet is like part of the family. You already have people who are enough part of the family. So, like, in the street, all animals are are strays and just like feral things. Mm-hmm. So, it's, uh, it's... I have a, I have two counterpoints. One, I was in Albania, not a very good con- country. Cats are there. <laughs> also, there are stray dogs in the street, but people have pets. Two, uh, Aladdin and his pet monkey. Yeah, it's got you there. He Ala- was a street dweller. <laughs> Aladdin is a movie. <laughs> it's a fake story. What about Mowgli? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have any non-Disney examples? What about um, Up? Yeah, good point. That's Pixar. <laughs> it's Disney's Pixar. It's different. They have um, a different campus. I don't think it's... I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think it's Disney's Pixar. I think it's <laughs> Disney Pixar. <laughs> Disney's Pixar. It's like Jackie Chan's first strike. It's Disney's Disney. Pixar's <laughs> Toy Story 4. Lee Daniels is the butler. <laughs> Lee Daniels is, is the butler's. Pixar has a huge LA, uh, and I never knew this before I moved to LA. Pixar has an enormous Pixar building that is where they keep all of their animators, mm. and it looks like a Pixar. My friend, um, something they would design. My friend works at. Oh, what does it look like? Is it like it look? I was just gonna say because my uh, friend works at Disney Animation, and they work in a giant uh, Mickey's hat from Fantasia. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, yeah, Disney's Pixar works in a big crane game. I just... <laughs> Toy Story 1. I just want them to, like, finish it. Like, just like... Disney's Pixar what? Like, <laughs> just tell me what they are. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Toy Story 4? I could um, do without it. I could do without it because I think it ended on, like, a good note. But I think it's an interesting idea that, like, this spork thing has to live a horrifying existence and like it's an interesting existential point of like they created something just because like googly eyes were put on a spork and that Mm -hmm. gave it sentience i think it's an interesting take but i think it's (laughs) i don't don't know it's it's not necessarily something i care that much about okay yeah Uh, also before before we get back into first strike what happened in the last Avengers movie, and what is the new trailer? I haven't watched. Can some Jordan give me a synopsis of the last Avengers movie? Okay, so Thanos has he gets all I the know who Thanos is. he gets all the rocks, the stones. Uh, Pop in my stones. He pops the stones, uh, and then <laughs> uh, what's that from? The Pop in my stones. You talking you too to me? It's from you talking. Oh YouTube. yeah, okay, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> So Thanos gets all the stones, um, and then he ends up doing his thing, and then half the population of all living things in the world die. Exactly like plants half. Plants too? What? Plants too? I don't think they go into plants. I think I think it's only. I think it's I think just it should people. Be plants. I think it's only people. No, no, no. All living things. Dogs too? Yes. Because I guess in so. the trailer, Scarlett oh, Johansson no. says. All living things. So the maybe it's die. plants. Oh, but that's stupid. Because if you killed oh, half the it? plants, yeah. then like that's, that would, removes the point. 
Because the same thing with animals. Like, then you just have the same proportional amount of food. I think it happens to animals, though. <laughs> why, why does he want to do this? Balance. Because, like, balance and, like, I mean, he has a point. scarcy resources. He's like... Our reddit.com slash r Thanos. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all of those people that you know that are just like, you know what the real problem is with people? Over, with overpopulation. Overpopulation. <laughs> and like, oh, if I had my way, we would just like call the population. Is Thanos racist? Uh, no. I mean... All those people are always He's racist. racist against all races. No, he's not <laughs> racist, oh, oh, he's like a Dennis Leary type? <laughs> they... <laughs> They, they, I'm an equal opportunity offender. So they, they talk about how, like, when he originally brought his plan up, everybody wanted to do it just to, just to, like, the poor people. And, like, he's like, no, I want it, like, I, I think it should be equal opportunity. I want to, I don't want to be the arbiter. The stones, the power of the stones are the arbiter. So it's a purely fair, it's a like, random, equal balance. Yeah. That's what the second movie's about? Well, the second movie the second is probably going to be is like, about how do we get bringing all these... everybody back? Yeah. How do we reverse No, I mean the last movie. I didn't see the last movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the last movie, that's the end of the movie. He's like, Half of everybody dies. He's getting all the rocks to... So they're just trying to get his rocks yeah. off? Yeah, they're like, trying to like... get the rocks off. They fail. He kills half of the population of everywhere. And like... Do we see blood? No, everybody... They like every, dissolve. They, yeah, there, they just there won't turn be blood into ash. In this movie. <laughs> and in the third movie it's like the remaining population i guess and a bunch of new superheroes introduced uh, uh only one new superhero as far as Superman? i'm aware i think they're old no. now they like they skip forward in time captain marvel i believe is the only new superhero that they're... is that chuck no it's not chuck <laughs> no it's, chuck uh, is playing shazam oh okay <laughs> it's brie larson oh really? also from yeah. chuck Chuck Room. Uh, I don't know. She's in Chuck. Chuck Beef. Uh, Chuck is playing, yeah, the DC version of I think it's Marv Marvel. I don't know, but <gasps> they they have the nice ice cream. But uh, <laughs> but Shazam is just this kid who gets magical powers and he says Shazam and then he turns into Chuck. Yeah, like a weird old man gives <laughs> yeah. him powers. I, I liked. I used to read Shazam when I liked. Com- yeah, I used to actually read comic books, guys. Yeah. Guys, what? use your brains. Are you read talking to books. us? Or are you talking to somebody? Them. <laughs> read about the stones instead of watching the stones. I did read. Watch, I did read about favorite. the stones. In 2019, read about the stones. That's Marvel's new <laughs> ad ad by. Yeah. I can't wait for the new, um, fuck, I forgot what it's called. I can't wait for the new Jay-Z Kanye West collaboration. <laughs> Watch the Stones. Is that like Run the Jewels? Isn't oh, that it Watch is, the Throne? That, yeah. Oh, Watch the Throne, yeah. All right, back to Jackie. <laughs> Who would he play in the Marvel-verse? Shazam. Um, Superman. I, I can see him being a good Superman. I mean, he could have played uh, Tilda Swinton's character at Doctor Strange, maybe. What was her character's the name? The Ancient One. It's, yeah, I think they went away from that for good reason. You remember how Tilda Swinton kind of went on that weird yeah. thing where she was talking about like how everyone loves Tilda Swinton, and then she was like, 
nah, it's cool to play Asian people <laughs> when I'm a white person and I'm a woman. It's yeah. fine. Well, they, I think, I don't remember that happening. All I remember is people saying, like, the actual ancient one from the comics is, like, a Fu Manchu having, like, yeah. really, like, racist caricature. caricature. So, like, they were just like, we're gonna get Tilda Swinton because she's, like, weird and, like, is completely different from that. Yeah. Who was... Sonny, you, you know what I'm talking about. She had, like, a, a beef with, an, with Margaret yeah, Cho. Yeah, I think that was the thing. Like, Margaret Cho said yeah, something she, about, like, generally... Um, against the fact that she was playing someone who is should be Asian presenting, uh, and Tilda was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't worry about that shit." I'm Tilda Swinton. I don't know if I'm I, don't, I only have been. An I don't actor. know. If, yeah, exactly, something like that. Tilda, I don't think she like knows the. She believes in her own mythology. So, so uh, here's the question: Do you think that if they're making that character, it's kind of like the Apu argument? You have this character who, for mm-hmm. years and years and decades, has been this caricature. Mm-hmm. What is the proper way to to fight that? You can either completely just, like, you hire a Tilda Swinton and you, like, change the character completely. Or you put somebody who's closer to it in the role. Like, you, ha- you hire, what's his name, the guy who made the problem with Apu thing well, not, as well, not the him, new yeah. Apu. <laughs> not him. He's actually, a, he brings up a good point and is very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I would like someone more talented than him. Uh, so, but, like, so you could, you could hire a new ancient one and not be, if they could also be Asian, yes. but they're not, right. they're not. They're not, like, obviously. Problematic. Yeah. Well, I think, like, an easy yeah. way to approach this is, like, figure out what you shouldn't do first, and yeah. then, like, work your way from there until you get to a point that's, like, reasonable. So what, what would the... you say? No Fu Manchu? Yes. Probably... What about a Hulk Hogan mustache? <laughs> um, probably unnecessary. They need <laughs> facial hair. If Sonny, you're gonna be an ancient one, us. you better tell us what well, to do. Tell Sonny, us, tell us. us. They, did they they did gender swap the ancient one, right? I don't know anything about. They did. I don't know. The ancient one is a man, normal. Okay. But the ancient one's also also Tibetan. I'm pretty sure. Right. And Tibet uh, has some some problems, if you know what I mean. Free Tibet. Yeah, free them. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think in like all time in, in that um, in that conversation, like have them be played by a white person is probably one of the ones you should cross off the list first. Even a weirdo like Tilda even, Swinton? Yeah, even a, a Tilda Swinton weirdo. Like, I don't blame her for taking the role because she has she's fucking Tilda Swinton. She has no idea what's going on in the world. <laughs> what, I, I found the article. I, I found the independent article I read about this. It said, um, Swinton... Cho told the podcast Tiger Belly last week that Swinton had contacted her to say she didn't understand why people were so mad about her Doctor Strange, about Doctor Strange, and she wanted to talk about it and wanted to get my take on why all Asian people were mad. (laughs) Oh my god. Tilda Swinton was like, can you please tell them? Cho told the interviewer. I'm like, bitch, I can't tell them. I don't have a yellow phone under a cake. <laughs> I felt like her house Asian. Like, I'm her servant. Like, I was following her with an umbrella. Yeah. Are they friends? Or do they just, do they know each other even? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're really close. 
Why does Tilda Swinton think she could just call up some person? Because she, because be- Tilda Swinton's an old she bitch. Lives, she's like an old racist She lives bitch. in a Wes Anderson movie all the time. That's like yeah. her <laughs> constant mindset. Yeah, Tilda Swinton's an old asshole. Wait, like, so, so do you think that Tilda Swinton would be the kind of person who would call up Margaret Cho and ask her to apologize for her people? Somebody do like that? Has, do I think she has the courage to do something like that, Jordan? Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and, I think and, she's great at what she does, but, I mean, like, she, I don't expect her to give a, an opinion on anything. I get oh, her and what's-her-name confused. Uh, what could you possibly get confused with Tilda Swinton? Uh, a giant piece of celery? <laughs> um, the woman from the uh, who's married to Cohen. Oh, Frances McDormand? Yeah, I get them very confused they, sometimes. She's but completely different. Franny's yeah. cool. Yeah, they're like two sides of the same coin. They're in the same movies together sometimes. What movie? Definitely Wes Anderson movies. Maybe. She's not in Wes Anderson movies, I don't believe. Tilda? Tilda was in Moonrise. No, Francis. I think that's the only Yes. I think they're both in Moonrise Kingdom. I don't know if Francis is. Who does Francis play in Moonrise Kingdom? Bruce Willis. It's awesome her name is Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is her name Francis McDormand? Like, France Owens McDormand? France. <laughs> it's not? Francis McDormand. <laughs> no, that's not her name. Uh, yeah, she is in Moonrise Kingdom. She plays Mrs. Bishop, Bill Murray's wife. Wait, cool. so I was right. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know, though. No, no, no. I knew. Me and Sonny, <laughs> coin me and Sonny saw Moonrise Kingdom together. Uh, yes. Oh, okay, cool. As the Coen Brothers brothers, we're big Francis McDormand yeah. fans. <laughs> I don't think I've said her name the same way once. <laughs> I just said Francis McDormand. Okay. First strike. Let's get back into this very good movie. <laughs> this movie is awesome. Yeah, we no, like this this I don't know how to talk about a movie I like. <laughs> it's it's hard. This movie, I just like. I'm having trouble. There, it's really good, but at the same time, there's not many things that I really take away from it. It's just like a fun jaunt, but it's nothing. I can't like really walk away and be like, I learned something. It's good, but so what? Yeah. yeah. Ex- exactly. That, I think that what he does at the end of the movie is pretty insane. The, he drives a car into a boat? Yeah, he drives a car into a boat. Fast, too and... Fast, Too Furious stole that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did they? 100%. I mean, they built it up more because uh, they got to live their lives a quarter mile at a time. But it's pretty <laughs> much the end result. <laughs> We we have to we have to read Vin Diesel's book and see if he he was inspired by this book? movie. I don't think. Yeah, I would, I would read, read Vin book. Diesel's book. But I don't think it exists. Vin Diesel biography book. He talks about D and D. He probably yeah. would. An F and F. What about D and D? So Diesel. He does have a book. Diesel and dragons. Discovery. Wait, his book is called. Oh, fuck. Fueled for success. God, okay. <laughs> and then Vin Diesel XXX post. There's two. That's probably unauthorized. Uh, um, so, ooh, it's actually kind of complicated. Jackie goes to Russia. What's the FSB? What does that stand for? 
They're the they're the Russian mob or something like that. Oh, so it's okay. not the KGB. It's like a. They say they're they, the new. They do KGB. mention the KGB. Okay, so they're the new KGB, and Jackie's working with them to to try to find nuclear weapons. A nuclear war. So so the thing is, there is no KGB at this point because the Soviet Union has fallen. Sure. So like this is in so I think this is the the new entity who's taken over their place. Yeah. The and it was what they're saying what we find out is that the former head of the KGB is now working with the Russian mob and is essentially using the tools of the KGB to commit crime to try and sell this warhead. Right. To Yes. Was it to like Arab nations? I can't remember. Please tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Being, I don't know if they. And I'm not being. Had that detail. Weird. Wait. So where does um, Jackson come in then? So Jackson is works with the Chinese. Well, he's a he's a Chinese nuclear scientist who works with the CIA, and he has these warheads, or they think he has information about these warheads. Well, he literally does have the warhead, right? Uh, he gets oh, it. Oh, yeah, and then the he, trade. he gives it to his sister. Yes. And then she puts it in a tank? Yes. Is that the... She puts it in the tank, right? Well, she ha- yeah, she puts it in an oxygen tank, and that's, like, the thing he has at the end. And he's like, it's in Okay. Um, so he goes to Australia... Well, I guess this is after his like ice chase. Because of the ice chase, he yes. loses he loses the the nuclear warhead, and then that's when the FGB FSB contacts him, right? But his girlfriend never comes back into play. Does she die? Whose girlfriend? The the main guy, Jackie's? No, not Jackie's. Oh, the other uh, guy. Nat- Natasha. Yeah, she never comes back into play yeah. in the entire movie. I think, yeah, I don't know. She's probably dead. They make out. He gets a, he then, gets what he needs. Oh, yeah. Jackie follows. He gets what he needs. Jackie follows. Well, oh, no, she gets arrested, yes, right? Yes, she gets arrested. Yes, oh, does. that's what happens. Okay, so she gets arrested. Um, then Jackie follows the other guy to the, the fortress mm-hmm. on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of funny jokes in this movie, like, <laughs> like there's a sign that says, like, like trespassers will be shot, and he says it to like the Ukrainian police, yeah. and they're just like, oh no, that's just a sign for, for children. children. <laughs> <laughs> there's just this sign- is like a big Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, in it. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real comedy of errors. Yeah, but um, I I think that whole scene where they're like coming up on the the um, what's it called the the compound and the people come out from the snow is really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. My question is, are they like are there like holes that they're crawling out from? Are those people like ready and waiting to get? They're in like ghillie suits. They're in like white ghillie suits. But were they hiding in the snow? Yeah. Yes. They're literally, they just, like, are in, they're, like, in ghillie suits in the snow. They're high, they're guarding the perimeter of the compound in yeah. the snow. That's crazy. So it's your job to just, like, be under snow for five hours. I guess so. Shit. I don't know. 
hey, that Ukraine economy's not doing so hot. <laughs> that that's insane to me. I I would not take that job. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't think any of us would. Well, it's fake. Those people took it. Mob hitmen. Pretty much. They look like they took the job and they were happy about it. I'm sure they loved it. <laughs> um, this, yeah, like this is a pretty cool scene. I, I don't really like snow scenes very often. To be yeah. honest, I think that snow is not dynamic to on film because it's just powder and it all looks kind of the right. same. But the movie does a good job of it shoots the stuff pretty well like it, they they have a helicopter they have a camera rigged to a helicopter so they get some really cool skiing mm-hmm. shots and we're in the period of time when snowboarding was awesome yeah yeah people were like freaking out about <laughs> snowboards and skis and winter sports uh, it's the movie powder was pretty dynamic that's not that movie <laughs> this this movie was the inspiration for sean white as he was coming up oh fuck <laughs> I was just talking about you think so? the other day. Yeah. Sean White, great Sean White clip. <laughs> great Sean White thing. Sean White won his first gold medal. He's being interviewed by CNN or like probably daytime TV or something on a remote. And they're going, oh, Sean, what was it like winning? And he's like, oh, it's the best. Like, we, I, I'm so excited. I'm on the airplane with some of my Olympians. We're just like hanging out. We're having drinks. We're laughing. We're having a great time. It's awesome. And the, the announcer, the woman interviewer goes, uh, you, you were having drinks, Sean? How, how is that possible? You're, you're 17 years old. Age. And Sean White goes, talk about Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess that inspired, this movie inspired him to do the 1080 yeah. on the snowboard. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I, yeah, I, what else do you want me to say? I'm glad. That's cool. No, he won a great thing for America. Good for Sean. Um, <laughs> so then Jackie loses the briefcase. And then he goes to Australia. And he tries to track down Jackson by finding his sister, who then leads him to his father, who is a, who's, who's dying. dying and is a triad boss. Which is pretty cool. I wish I was a triad yeah. boss. So it's really interesting that like Jackie like confesses to the father and he's just like I want to tell you your son's involved in this thing and like thinking that like he's he his father will be like um noble and and kind of like a good guy and tell him the right thing mm-hmm. and the sister wouldn't for some reason yeah. uh yeah. and it turns out the dad's a triad boss so, <laughs> what yeah. are you gonna do? <laughs> Surprise! Um, that character Annie. I'm just remembering something. I don't know if this is true, and this is maybe not good to talk mm-hmm. about. But these movies all have lots of ladies with hip bones exposed. There's lots of hip bone action in this movie. Do you remember they show her getting into her wetsuit for some reason? That's like their big exploitative shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't remember. You don't know what I'm talking about, George? No, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a shot where she's like putting on her suit before she feeds the sharks. And I went, this is like the fourth time in a movie they've started a lady getting dressed with her hip bone. And I wonder if that's a thing in these movies. It doesn't really matter. It's weird. This woman's not used yeah, well. Yeah, she's not. I don't, I don't really like her role. I wish they had our girl still in it. Maggie. There, there, was, a, there was a funny scene. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> But Jackie walks in on somebody in a towel, 
And then oh, like oh, yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm the I'm the window. He says cleaner? I'm like, yeah, I'm the window cleaner. I'm the plumber or something like that. And then like her boyfriend walks in, and he, he's just like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm the dry, I'm dry the, cleaner. I'm the dry yeah. cleaner, and then like the boyfriend's like huh? Anna, like he's <laughs> like you cheating. Did hoe? you? <laughs> <laughs> you cheating? Hoe. I don't think he said that. He just kind of looked around, befuddled. He, he no, looked, he like t- he looked toward the bathroom and went Anna. Like we have to mm, talk about this. Yeah. Um. Uh. Did anyone else think that she was way out of that guy's league? No. Mm. She he has good personality. <laughs> He's funny. <laughs> I don't look at anybody and think that one person's out of another person's league. Sonny, well, I do with I do with the NBA's G League. <laughs> I don't know what that means. The Gatorade League. Uh, I do with the movie. She's out of my league with Jay Baruchel. That's true. Well, yeah, Jordan, didn't you say you were a Jay Baruchel type once? No, I've never you said that. You did say that. I've never said that. I, I, what? I challenge you to find where I've ever said mean? something like oh, that. Oh, no, no, no. We were playing that game I created yeah, in the studio. Yeah, I know. That, like, it's, like a, it's sort of like a tabletop <laughs> game about making movies, Sonny. You probably really enjoy it. But Me, you, you, and Elliot were playing, and I made a Jay Baruchel as like the lead star or something. <laughs> I think I had recently seen that movie, and I like was like, "Yeah, Jay Baruchel. He's a big star to be across from like Scarlett Johansson." <laughs> I could see it. No, Alice, well, yes, Alice yes. Eve, who is in that movie, she's good. Uh, in that movie, okay. in she's out of my league. Okay, I've never seen it. Never seen it. Sorry. I've seen okay, it. let's 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 get back to this because we are full of detours. <laughs> We're full of detours. We're also really late in this podcast. Yeah. We've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like halfway ish done. Well, we've we're, jumped yeah, around we've a bunch. Around. Um, there's 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 a cool yeah, fight scene where he they like realize he's a liar and uh, he comes back and. He's framed for the murder of the dad, and everyone thinks he's the mm-hmm. murderer. But he's like, I need you guys to prove that I'm not the murderer. And then he fights them all with a ladder. Yeah. That was a cool... The ladder fight is pretty yeah, but... awesome. Jackie Chan used... It's what we love. He's using an, another thing as a weapon that we couldn't foresee him using as a weapon. Is that his iconic I... ladder scene? Or is there another movie where it's, like, better? I think that's mm. the... Icon- I think that's the one that they use in um in every yeah, film. Yeah, okay. Because I remember the yellow... I remember the yellow distinctly also. It's I think the yellow really makes that scene pop. Mm. It like because it it really highlights because everyone's in mourning around him, so they're mm. all wearing dark colors and he's wearing this like bright yellow jumpsuit. So when he's yeah. fighting them, it's like this really distinct fight. Yeah. It's very cool yeah. looking. It is. I yeah, it was a great scene. I think that's, that fight scene was nominated at the MTV Movie Awards. Wow. So, I saw it on the Wikipedia. What a weird, <laughs> what a weird sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that fight scene was... Well, they have best stunt. Yeah. I think that was it. I, I, really, like, I really like how he dispatches that huge guy in the... Um, in the aquarium towards the end of it. He gets killed with a bunch of, like... 
prickly quill yeah. fish. Yeah, I think what are those? Those are um urchins. Those puck. Yes, they're they're sea urchins. And like Jackie gets them on his leg and then he knocks this guy into a bathtub full of them yeah. and his ho- entire back is covered yeah. in them. Like and he like starts going into like convulsions. They must yeah, have it's... used dead ones though. Oh, I mean Probably. I hope so. <laughs> Well, they would have had to put him on on his back. So I assume that you could only put dead ones on there unless you're wearing like a... Like a... I don't don't know how that works. I'm trying to find that guy because he looks like he might have been like a... uh, Some sort of kickboxing champion. Like, you know, Jackie likes to... When he has white people in his movies, he likes them to be real martial artists of like... Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that guy was probably one of them, but I, I don't know for a fact. I'm just trying to find him on the Wikipedia. Apparently, a dude named Nathan Jones was in this, and it might be the UFC fighter. No, he's a knight. He's a strong man. So maybe that's who it was. That would make might sense. Be Nathan Jones. Yeah, there's some huge men in this. Yeah, movie. that guy's the biggest though. That guy is ginormous. Yeah, he's yeah. strongman. He's like uh, the mountain. If Jackie Chan were make Jackie Chan's got to put the mountain in some movies. <gasps> oh my god! If Jackie, if Jackie Chan and John Cena's movie doesn't have the mountain in it, what a what a shame! I hope it has Braun Strowman in it. The WWE's mountain. He's also very tall. Is he the huge guy? He's the. They're um, all huge guys. Who's they're all Col- big. Columbo. What's his name? Calypso. The Great Kali. Chuck Palumbo. Who? Yeah, the great colleague. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Chuck Palumbo. I I think I don't know what we could really talk about in this movie. I like it's 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 tough. Like this is sort of I think the the thing that we've realized with not every Jackie Chan movie is great. Like this is a good movie that mm-hmm. does what Jackie Chan does well, but it doesn't leave an indelible excitement on me like Project A did or Legend of Drunken Master. Yeah. Um. This would be one of those movies that kind of solidifies Jackie's legacy, like a Jack Reacher, I would mm. say, mm-hmm. where you go, oh, Jack Reacher has cool shit, but like it's not gonna make anybody fall in love with Tom right. Because I think the like the necessity of the spy stuff has to tamper down a lot of the energy that typically comes mm-hmm. along with stuff like Project A that like, keeps the momentum forward. Whereas in a movie like this, the momentum has to be done through like little stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that the spy stuff, while it is effective, is not as effective because the camera... In spy movies, you need the camera to do a lot of the work for you. Um, It needs to... The viewer should know that things are off a lot of the time before the characters do, and that's never the case. And the only way you can tell that is by, um, like, sort of scenes with the bad guys or with Mm -hmm. other people or with the camera focusing in on something the main people don't Mm -hmm. see. Um, so in terms of like a J- actual James Bond movie, I mean, those are, pre- he's a bad spy. So like, <laughs> he's not a good spy. And so I don't know, but this is no Tinker Tailor Soldier Chan. That's yeah. for sure. Certain way. Certainly not a Chan in that way. I, but this is a good movie. I, I think it's, I think honestly, there's not much we could talk about other than that. I think we can rate it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with rating it. It's people should watch it for sure. Definitely, like I, I think it's definitely worth a watch. It's a good Jackie Chan movie. It's just not. 
it's not notable, nor is it such a mess that we can like wonder what the fuck is going on with his career. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, do you want to go first, George? Since you, yeah, yeah, I'm d- I definitely. Um, I am gonna rate this movie a three. I think it's certainly a good movie. I think it's certainly worth a watch. I don't think it's the best movie, and I I think it's funny. Like definitely, the jokes hold up. Even though there's a lot of very much the um, those like oh Ukraine like in Soviet Russia like those kind of jokes, I I still think that they're very funny and I I, I don't know I I enjoyed it I think it's a three. Cool. I'll go. I always go. Sonny, okay. you go first. I always fuck it up. I always fuck it up. <laughs> I was gonna go three point five. Whoa, um, Sonny giving it the same score he gave to Project A2. Uh, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think this movie is good on its own merits, but a lot of times it feels like a uh, an impression of a James Bond movie. Like, it doesn't do enough mm-hmm. of its own stuff to make it stand out as a spy movie, even though it covers a lot of that up with its Jackie Chan action comedy elements. Um, yeah. And yeah, in, go ahead. Sorry, in a way, the foreigner is kind of like a spy movie. It feels like yeah, like that. The way that they handle the outside things is how a spy movie would do. Right, it, where you see the the antagonists doing stuff behind the scenes. Sorry, yeah, that's continue. a good point. That was just the thought I had. Um, yeah, but uh, I think Jackie is pretty good in this. Um, like Jordan said, the the jokes are pretty good, and I think it's interesting to the go from like, um the what was the ukraine and australia like the setting change was cool especially in terms of like the extremities between uh i guess he was underwater a lot in this movie oh there's a fucking underwater fight scene that is awesome that's That's really very very cool um and there's a lot of creative stunts like when they shot out the the portholes uh and jackie chan had to get through them like some like weird human video game Raven was watching along with me and she was just like, why doesn't she just crawl under? And I was like, yeah, I guess he yeah. could. This is Jackie yeah. Chan. So, okay, so 350 yeah, for yeah. you, Sonny? Yeah. I'm going to go, as always, too high, 375. Mm. Wow. Where, where my thought is this, 375 is as much, is as high as I can give a Jackie Chan movie that I didn't love. Mm. In that, like we talked about, I think it's well-made. It does everything well that his movies do. It's funny. He's good in it. It just leaves no indelible impression on me as a movie viewer. It's like the movie Carol. Oh, I love Carol. People have seen Carol. I think Carol is by the book. This movie is by the books a good movie. Carol is by the books a very good movie. But it's nothing that I'm going to put on like a must-watch list. It's nothing I'm going to vote for in the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> for best stunt. For best stunt. It's good. Um, and, like, no one's... It, it's not... And the thing that I like about it, too, no one's coasting mm. in this. People are trying hard. You can tell that people are legitimately trying hard, and Jackie is still has energy and is still willing to put himself out there. It's just sort of for naught, I guess. Because we've seen... We've seen... I also think it is hurt a little by the fact that we've seen police stories that are better yeah. than this. So it did what this movie does better. And this is just trying to right. do it again. Yeah. 
So, 375. If this movie was... I don't know. It's a 375. I just had an idea for how Jackie can reinvent his career now that he can't do action scenes as well. Is he like... He could be in a sex the, the Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond? I think that would be cool. Oh, where he's like an old man who lives in a yeah. mansion? <laughs> and he like just gives <laughs> advice to uh, younger martial artists. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, I think what he should do is sort of what he does in The Foreigner, but he needs to sort of be like a MacGyver type. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. Where it's... The Foreigner has cool fight scenes, but my favorite scene in that is when he rigs the bomb in the bathroom. If Jackie Chan took his whole I can do stunts with any object into I can make weapons out of any Mm -hmm. object and, like, fuck shit up and, like, hotwire cars and, like, do this crazy stuff, and instead of him being so creative physically, he's creative mentally... I think you got another 20 years out yeah. of him. So he's <laughs> yeah, 80 yeah. years old. 85 years old. He's making these movies. That gives him another five years. Okay, 375, 3.5, 2 a 3 to Jordan. So I think that's a 3.5 average. Yeah. That's probably what this movie does. It was a 3.416. Yeah. It actually has low. literally the same score as Project A2. Okay, that's fair. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I felt similarly about Project A2 as I do this yeah. movie. Except Project A2 was very hard to follow. I think that's fair. Um, okay, let's jack off. And then I gotta take a poop. <laughs> okay. So everyone knows the rules of jack off. Sonny versus Jordan this week. Jordan's back on the, back on the receiving end of questions. Let me get up this, this thing first. All right, I am one of the greatest all-time baseball pitchers. Uh. Okay, I'm going to continue. Yeah. I played for both Brooklyn and Los Angeles. Mickey Chantel. No. He played for New York. For the Bronx. He also wasn't a pitcher. He also was not a pitcher. I don't know anything about... I famously would not play on Fridays as it violated my religious beliefs. Oh, man. This is not... I'm just gonna... I guess this is a, a wash. Uh, uh... Oh, um... Sammy Sosa. <laughs> no. You no, I, I don't know anything. The answer is Chandy Koufax. Uh, oh, Sandy. Good old, good old Heb. The Hebrew hammer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sandy Koufax would, would not play on the Sabbath. I, I didn't know about that. Interesting. Famous Jew yeah. pitcher. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that, the guy, isn't that uh, Adam Sandler's name in... Uh, uh, in Big Daddy, Sandy Koufax. Yeah, no, he's Sandy Koufax. Yeah. Okay, I am a fictional animal who lives in a snowy area. Jackie feet. <laughs> no. Wait, what would that Happy mean? Happy feet. Abominable cho- snow chan. 
No, but that's good, Jordan. What? That's... No. Oh! Wait. I'm wrong. That's not what that is at all. Let me redo this. <laughs> I am a fictional creature that lives in a desert. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks. Um... So, redo. I should have... I even said, make sure you're right before you <laughs> ask this question, and I didn't do it. Okay. I am part... Okay, I am very large, have horns, and am ridden. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. Chomp? No, Champa? What are you trying to say, Sonny? No. This is not fictional. Oh, I don't know. I am seen at the beginning of Star Wars A New Hope, and I'm ridden by Tusken Raiders. Yeah, I know. Damn it! I'm going to get this hero! No one's going to I know what it... Yeah. Wampa is the the snow one. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, oh, Chanta, Chanta. Sonny has gotten it. Chant- that's close enough. It's a chant. It's a yeah. bantha. Oh yeah. All right, Sonny has one point. Okay. Sorry. Is, are, is that one really hard? Or no, I just, like had I it in my I, mind. I just had to like cycle through the weird Star Wars names. So okay. so when you say fictional, I always think of like cryptozoology not like well, star wars stuff but it's not that it's a movie creature okay i excuse me am a famous long island resident or famously famously long island yeah at one point and maybe now a long island resident uh lindsay lochan don sonny wins damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jordan Owen too scared. I'm this is gonna be another Oof. thirty weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna be doing this podcast. 30 weeks. <laughs> 30 weeks. Hope we are will be out completely out of Jackie Chan movies. This will be totally different. Maybe we'll keep doing the jack off though. <laughs> Alright, Sonny, you've won. Do you have a uh, a choice in film um, queued up or no? Let's do Second Strike. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mr. Nice Guy? I've heard it's good. It's a comedy, I think. It's direct it's directed by Samo. Alright, let's do it. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, let's do that. Okay. Mr. Nice Guy Mr. Nice Guy. Alright, we're gonna do Mr. Nice Guy. It's on Voodoo for okay. free. Or Amazon Prime for three dollars. Uh so we'll probably watch it on Prime. Sold it for free. Yeah. Well, this has been chance planning. Um, sorry, we were all over the place, <laughs> but that's what happens when you get the boys in three separate rooms together. You never know what's gonna come. Um, rate us, review us, keep listening. Um, watch Jackie Chan movies and re- buy his book when it comes out. It should be out already. Yeah, probably. Um, I've read it. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about it when it actually is out, as to not be sued. I'm waiting for my. I'll actually send Jordan and Sonny a copy. Okay. I'm oh. waiting for my screener <laughs> of the book. Yeah. Okay. 
<笑> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.